This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey, today I am with one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, and it's Phil Gerbachev. And we're going to talk about being happy because, uh, you know, if you know me, uh, I'm, a, I, I'm a happy guy. Uh, I'm happy most of the time, but it really makes me happy to talk to my friend Phil, which is what we're going to do. So listen to this entire episode, because when you do, you're going to get off this episode feeling happier than you started, which is a good place to be every single day of your life. So with that, we're going to roll that episode with Phil now. You are Jamming with Jason Mefford, where you hear inspiring interviews with some amazing people. Some are famous, some may seem ordinary, and they are all doing extraordinary things to positively change the world. Sometimes it's just you and me having an intimate and authentic conversation about how you can change the world around you and rewrite the story of your life by being more authentic, accepting and loving yourself more and spreading love to others since really all you need is love and what the world needs now is love sweet love we discuss all aspects of self-improvement growth and so much more great content insightful advice that's practical and helpful to anyone that listens you're always eager to come back for more and share with your friends and family since you learn something in every episode. So sit back and enjoy the easy listening while you feel seen and heard in this informative, authentic, and entertaining podcast. Now, let's roll that beautiful podcast footage. What's up, Jason? How you doing, man? Good to see you. you got brother. on your bright shirt. I should. I should have. I should have worn my. Uh, I, I I picked up some new uh, Hawaiian kind of themed polos too. So I should have. I didn't realize you were going to wear that one today. I should have worn my bright orange one. That's kind of like that too. There so. you go. Well, that's wearing life is good is good too. I know. Well, I always try to remind myself and remind other people. It's a shameless plug. I wish they'd give me sponsorship money. They don't. I don't care. But it's just a good reminder for people. Right? Life is good. Life, life is, is always good. good and it's uh when i talk to you i always remember that too so it's um it's fun to have you here and like i said we're gonna this is gonna be one of those who knows where it's gonna go but i i wanted to start off because i know you you've started kind of a new newsletter kind of whole whole group thing that's called happy af right so so happy i get right and the af well, I know where my brain goes, but what does AF actually actually mean or stand yeah. for? Why'd you, why'd you call this happy AF? Well, you know, happy is different for different people. Let's start there, right? It's important yeah. to understand that. And you don't have to be happy all the time. I, I think it's it, it, it's choosing happiness for sure, right? That's important. Sometimes, you know, we have to sit in the suck and that's true too. 
but it's different for all of us. So AF, right? A is for authentic, authentic, right? It has to be good for you. It has to be real for you. How I get, how I exhibit happiness, exude happiness, feel happiness is not the same as you do, Jason. And that's okay. And that's yeah. the first thing, right? We have to accept that. And we have to understand that because just because you're happy doesn't look like mine doesn't make you less or more happy. It just means that it's different. So authentic first thing. And then the F is for figment, meaning it's in your head. It's in your mind. We have to think about what the heck this means. It's in our imagination. We get an opportunity really every day to decide every moment really to decide. Now, this is not to say if you suffer from depression, if you've, you know, ha have some PTSD or anything like that, that this is easy or even possible. But for many, it is absolutely possible. It is absolutely a choice. And for those of us that are fortunate enough to not have those things, well, we can choose to be happy in our own way. And if nothing else, we can think about it with our brains and mm -hmm. think about what makes us happy. And even if it doesn't make us elated, let's be clear, right? I'm not talking about elation. I'm talking about happiness, just being happy with the right now, a little greater than content, but not quite as far as elated. Yeah, well, and I think it's funny because, you know, in, in psychology, right, they don't really use the word happy. They, they instead, they use a more scientific term, right, which is subjective well-being, right? Because like you said, for each, each of us, what, what makes us happy or how we show our happiness is different. And so I love that idea of it being authentic to you, right? Because I was... You know, as an example, um, you know, I just moved, so I'm kind of eating my my way around town, and I saw that there was going to be this '70s and '80s cover band playing at this place. I'm in. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going. I'm gonna go see them, right? And um, they were good. They were they they were good. And it was kind of a, a hard rock cafe ish kind of theme, you know, kind of place where there's like the the guitars on the wall and everything else too. So so I I go in there, you know, by myself uh you know sitting kind of on the on the corner listening to the music eating and i'm having a good time i'm happy i'm in that good subjective well-being place i was feeling well i was in a in a state of well-being right and i mean you know me i love music right i'm a musician as well but so here i am sitting in this restaurant and there's all these people and you know they have a little dance floor area so obviously after a while some people get up and they're dancing depending on the song right and i'm just sitting over in the corner going right like the bass guitarist if you've ever watched like bass guitarists you know they're, yeah. they're just like they're just sitting there like nodding and so i i, I it, i'm sure for people that were in the restaurant they're probably looking over there and like what's that old guy with a beard doing? He's just kind of sitting there or maybe he's bobbing his head a little bit. And it's like, yeah, on the outside, you may not see it, but on the inside, I'm dancing like a motherfucker. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I just, I just show it. I just show it in a different way. Right. And sometimes I do feel like dancing and moving around, but I, I think that it kind of helps illustrate at least something that happened to me this last week of kind of what you're talking about, making it authentic to yourself, which I think is also important because I, I don't know if you see this from people too, but a lot of times because we're not happy in the same way as other people, I think sometimes we feel like, well, 
I must not be happy because I'm not acting like Phil right now. Right. Do you, do you hear that from people? Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, the comparison is the worst thing in the world. And I see that all the time, you know, Hey, Phil, you live such a great life. Now, first of all, yes, I do live a great life. I'm not disputing that. It's no greater or lesser than yours though. It's just different than yours, right? And I, so I hear that, right? But I, I, I see comparison all the time. I see people think social media is life. Social yeah. media is not even, right? It's not even greatest hits. It's <laughs> yeah. like the all time, like if you're, you're a music guy, right? So you know, it's like the Eagles best five songs that each sold a hundred million copies. Uh -huh. Well, you know what? They've written some really clunkers too. Yeah. But nobody talks about those. And frankly, most people, unless they're whining, they don't share their negativity, right? Unless they're, unless they're out there, oh my gosh, this sucks. Then it's, I would say that's the opposite of happy AF. Because the, unless that's how they show their happiness, which most don't, they're <laughs> actually being, you know, really lame. Now, now again, right? It's okay to share the badness, but blasting it out there, if we think about this, putting it out there, LinkedIn, 930 million people, right? Facebook's got over a billion. Why would you do that to yourself? Because first of all, you're not going to get the reaction that you want, mm -hmm. okay? You're not. No way, like, okay, I've got 6,200 people to follow me on Facebook. I post something. If I expect that 6,200 people are going to react positively to my post, on anything, I'm sure to be disappointed. So that's the first yeah. thing. The second thing is understanding that that little microcosm of your life is at a, it's a point in time snapshot that basically anybody can take it, take a screenshot and share it with people you don't even know. Third, I want to share this, mm -hmm. and I, I don't think most people realize this, and that is most people aren't rooting for you. They're not cheering for you. They're not rooting against you. They just don't care because they're busy looking at their own navels, right? They're busy thinking about their own life. So here's the thing, friends. If you're thinking about social media and you're thinking, huh, wow, man, Jason's got such a better life than me. No, change that word. Don't say better. Don't say worse. Jason has such a different life than me. And that's beautiful, right? Because enjoy yours. I'm going to enjoy mine. It's cool. I am going to cheer for you because if you're happy, I'm happy, bro. Like, I want you to be happy. I, If I could, and I know this is kind of kumbaya, but I mean it. I would love everybody to be happy AF in their own way. Not all the time because we need the contrast in order to really well, because be happy. Then you, yeah, you don't realize that you are happy if there is that's no right. contrast to that's it. That's right. Right? Yeah. Yep, exactly right. Well, I think it's interesting too, because as you, as you bring up social media, I think that's, it's another little trap too, where, you know, the, the external versus internal locus as well. And I, I think social media has, has done a disservice to a lot of people, or maybe it helps, it helps fuel, unfortunately, like a human weakness that we have, which is we think we're only happy or we think we can only be happy if other people are cheering us on, if other people are telling us that we're good enough. If, if, if those things are happening, right, that we have to look outside of ourselves in order to be happy. 
And, and so, you know, especially, and we've talked about social media a lot before on previous podcasts and stuff too, right? But that it's like that. If you, if you feel like, well, I'm only going to be happy if a certain number of people like or comment on my post, right? And you put it out there and nobody does anything, then of course you're, you're going to probably feel worse than when you did it before versus what I've started to try to do, because I, I have kind of taken myself somewhat off of social media, except for LinkedIn, kind of from a business perspective. But when I, when, when I do go on social media, right, Dos Equis, man, <laughs> I, I've started doing a, uh, an intention of sharing love when I go out there. So if I make a post, if I share something maybe that I'd seen like a, a funny meme or something like that, my intention when I post, especially on Facebook, would be to, to make somebody smile, to make somebody laugh, to share something I found funny, right? So that's one intention. Or the other intention is I want to spread love by, yes, scrolling through my feet a little bit, skipping over the bullshit. But people that I know and that I care about, giving them a love, not a like, a love. And if I can uh, think quickly of a substantive or relevant comment to give them, actually leave them a comment, right? And I don't do it for everybody because like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll stop and it's like, you know, I might, I might just like one of your posts one time, Phil, and then another time I might like it. And then I'm like, dude, blah, 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 right? Whatever, right? And we got, kind of go back and forth in the comments a little bit because to me, it, it, it feels like, again, if I can authentically say something to maybe encourage you, to support you, to send you some love, to help you smile, right? Like I know a lot of times when we banter back and forth, it's like, joking shit right <laughs> it's like but that makes you and me laugh right we know that about each right. other and so to me it's like i'm trying to use social media more that way to make myself happy but also to help other people you know be happy as well um but yeah i think that external versus internal i think that's an important thing for people to think about you'll never be happy if you're always expecting somebody else to be the source of your happiness for sure. Absolutely right. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And it's, uh, yeah, it's an in, in, interesting place to be yeah. when you actually don't need other people, right? Yeah. To, to provide that. Yeah. I've, I, real quick story here. I, I, um, as I mentioned, I got like 6,200 people that follow me on Facebook. Um, so if I shrink that down though, let's be honest, most people have like, 10% of that. So let's say 620 people, right? If I was a comparison person and I got a hundred comments, hundred likes, a hundred, whatever, and the average person got 10, I promise you the average person gets way more than I do percentage wise. So I would actually, you know, if I'm a comparison guy, ah, okay, I'd be yeah. totally ticked off. Right. So I have a friend of mine uh, that I went to high school with. And she always used to, and she actually unfriended me. I went to high school with her. She unfriended me because she would always say, well, you get a hundred people that comment on your posts and I only get like five or 10. And I said, you have 140 friends. 
10 of those is a much higher percentage than 100 on mine. So I don't know what you're complaining about. You could have more friends if you wanted to. You choose not to. That's fine. I get 100 posts, you get 10. You know, it's not even close here. <laughs> you're beating me. <laughs> yeah. And she would always get mad. She's like, no, 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 that's not the point. I said, no, that is the point, though. And stop comparing. Like, yeah. stop comparing. There's no reason to compare. Like, uh, to your point, one meaningful comment for me is far more important, far more touching than a thousand people to click like, com that, you know, or any button. I Meaning is what matters, right? Like, if I could... Every day, I would say, you know what? If this is meaningful to you, I'd like to hear what it means to you. And unfortunately, right, most people, A, the, the algorithms depress it. But honestly, yeah. B, most people are so consumed with themselves, and understandably so, the world is hard, that they don't take time to really connect, to really share. So the fact that you do when you do, whether that's once a day or once a week or once a month, I know it's meaningful. And I think that's the other thing. We have to give people, you know, we have to assume the best. If you don't know, for instance, that I moved and I didn't move, but let's just say I did. And you didn't well, you know did that. a year or so ago, right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. I did a couple of years ago. Yes. Right. And I probably will again sometime. Right. If you don't, if you don't comment on that, you have one, I've, I have one of two thoughts that, that could happen. One, Jason just doesn't care about me, right? That could be a thought. The real thought is Jason probably didn't see it. So I should probably tell him like, like, right. I mean, I have a choice here, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. choice. And frankly, I know that you're not on social a lot. And even if you were on it a lot, why would I assume that you see my social posts? If I want to tell you something, Jason, I should pick up the damn phone, send you a text, <laughs> give you a call, schedule time on your calendar, and let's have a chat. I mean, right? This isn't yeah. that hard. No, and that's that's how we've been, uh, you know, communicating and building connection and friendships right. as humans for millions, billions of years, right? It's just this last little few years of this phenomenon of social media isn't isn't the case. And I think, you know, what you brought up there, I think, is, is such an important um, thing for people to remember too who who want to be happy who want to choose to be happy yeah. and I mean you and I know there's some people that they just they like being in their shit and they like complaining about everything and that's fine if that's what they want to do right I usually don't hang out with those kind of people because they tend right. to suck suck <laughs> suck you down right if you will you, you get you sit in the suck when you're with them I love that that phrase that you brought out there too but but what's interesting is we have we have the choice to tell ourselves and believe whatever story we want to believe, right? Mm -hmm. And so there is a lot of bad out there, right, that goes on. And again, I mean, you can go watch the news. You can do other stuff. There's people abusing other people. There's people taking advantage of other people. You know, there's... There's sex trafficking, there's molestation. There, there are things that would be considered bad that are going on in the world. And I can choose to think about that or tell myself that story all the time. Or what I choose to do most of the time is there's a lot of really great people out there who are doing some amazing things. And I want to see that. 
right? And unfortunately, a lot of times, at least in mainstream media and sometimes on social media too, you don't see that. But just having that change of a frame of reference, I think, has so much to do with whether or not you're really happy or not, right? And I, yep. I was even talking to a friend, we were talking last night, and it's, it's um, you know, even when things that we want to label as bad things happen, right? They're not really bad things, right? And so like we were talking about relationships and how sometimes, you know, we break people's hearts, they break our hearts, right? And, and a lot of times, and some people hang on to this, she was talking about somebody she knows who, you know, hung on to this and was bitter her whole life about a marriage that she had that didn't make it, right? And she hung on to that, that whole time, right? Um, as opposed to, you know, when you can get to this point, and sometimes I get there, some days I don't, right? I mean, I'm still learning and growing, but if we can be grateful to the people who break our hearts because them breaking our hearts allowed us an opportunity to heal and to grow. Right. And I, and I, one of Bruce Springsteen songs that comes to me a lot is Badlands. And in that song, there's a line that he says, let the, let the broken heart stand as the price you've got to pay until these bad lands start treating us good, right? And that, that sometimes, again, it's just part of, part of it, right? But, but you, can, you can move yourself to a place of gratitude or happiness quicker if we're able to kind of twist that and not hold on to those things and start telling us some of the different stories, even if we're lying to ourselves for a little while, right? Even if we need to lie to ourselves for a little while, that's okay. Um, and it just, you know, again, it makes me, whenever I feel grateful, I feel more of that well-being and that happiness and that peace in general. So anyway, like I said, it's, it's the, um, at least for me, the more I've been able to do that, the happier I, I feel. Yeah. The, well, the more we choose that, the, more we choose. the happier we feel, right? I mean, make better choices. Mm -hmm. We have a choice. We can look for the lesson or we can look for the pain. The pain, I mean, I'm not telling you that, that you don't, again, right? We can sit in the suck. You should feel grief. I'm not telling you to pretend, but I am telling you that at some point you have to choose to get out of the suck yeah. and you got to move forward. You have to choose that. That doesn't just happen. Nobody's coming with a winch and going to reel you out of the <laughs> suck. You know, I mean, it doesn't happen that way. I wish it no. did, but it does not. Well, so, and that's why, you know, again, it's, uh, I think one of the reasons why I love being with you and talking to you too, is you always seem to kind of see the positive in things as well. But what are, what are some of the things, I mean, again, I know you've, you've kind of got this newsletter that you're writing that kind yeah. of goes out. I think it's every week, I think, right? We'll Mondays and Fridays. Mondays and Fridays. And, um, but what are, what are some of the things that you have done, right, to, to put yourself in that in that right state or be at least out of the suck more than you're mm -hmm. in the suck because like sure. i said i mean every time i talk to you i feel better after we've talked than when i started and it wasn't like you know i was in a really shitty place or anything but 
there's something about you and your positivity and your love and everything that you show to people and your your authentic and genuine caring about people right that people can feel but but you always seem like things are going good and i know they're not always going good right we're friends we've talked about some of the stuff we've both been through right but what are some other things that you kind of do to 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 help people get to that place of happy yeah well first you know i i recognizing that it's a practice practice means for me anyway that i do it every day whenever i can though sometimes i miss and practice means it's not perfect practice means i'm still learning that's really important that that's the first i guess recognition that i have about happiness is happiness is a practice um one of the other things that i i really i try my best to do uh with my family is you know the, i call it the 90 second relationship rule first 90 seconds i get in the house i try to focus on my family and not on the rest of the world so whether that's with my wife or my little guy uh, my daughter usually runs away, so I don't get to practice that on her as much. Um, but, you know, let them know, hey, so how was your day, buddy? Like, what did you learn today? How are you feeling? You know, let's, you know, give me a hug. I give him a big hug. You know, I usually hold him for about 15 or 20 seconds till he squirms out. And then <laughs> it gets you know, the but, uncomfortable phase, right? For the yep, little guy. That's right. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, so, you know, some days, you know, I lift him up, you know, we play around, we joke. Um, and, and that focus time is really helpful because I can feel his energy too, right? I feel his little heartbeat. He's almost eight years old. And so he, you know, the fact that he's happy or even when he's sad, knowing that I can help feel, help him feel that because, you know, at eight, they don't have a lot of vocabulary around how they feel. Yeah. They're angry or they're sad or they're happy and they don't have more. There isn't a lot of you know, a, a lot of granularity there. So being with him, helping understand what's going on and how he really feels and why he feels that way is really helpful for me. I mean, forget about for him, right? But it's helpful for me. And so, you know, that's another one um, that I try to do that 90 second relationship rule, same with my wife. Um, and again, to practice, I'm not perfect. I fail. Um, sometimes I forget. Try, though, to put that first. Try to put, you know, the family first. Uh, when I get in the house, um, try not to be on the phone. You know, try to end any calls in the car before I come in and not start a new call until I've spent a few minutes with them. Um, that's a practice. Um, gratitude is another practice. You talked about that a little bit. Um, but three, three things about gratitude that you can do, right? So one, make your list of three things. They don't have to be big things. They can be. They don't have to be, though. Um, try to try to have no repeats at least at least over the last month, if possible. You know, find new things to be grateful for. That's that's one. Two, write it down. And by write it down, you can use a pen. I'm a pen guy. I've got, you know, I've got my everyman pen here. I actually bought a blue one because I have an orange one too. Um, because you know, those are my colors. So I know that my colors um, too is like you can look at my shirt today, you know. That's right. Yeah. 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 So blue and orange, right? So I've got that. Um, so write them down either in a notebook, you know, get a journal or write them down on social. Now, again, you have to release the expectation that anybody else is even going to read them. And if you're worried about other people reading them, then make it private for yourself. But here's the, the nice thing. When you post it on like Facebook, for instance, which is where I like to post my gratitude, they come back up in a year. 
so I can refeel that emotion. So reviewing the gratitude is helpful. And then the third thing I, I would say about gratitude is if it's a person, pause and really think about them. Think about the last time you spent with them. Think about the last time you talked with them and feel them with you and send them some good energy. Send them some love, right? Send them something positive if you're grateful for them. And also, I would say, tell them. Let them know. Send them a text. Give them a call. Send them a message. Post on their wall if you want, you know, whatever. Um, don't keep it a secret. Share it. Because happiness shared is happiness doubled. If I'm happy and I share my happiness and it makes you happy, my happiness just made two of us happy. Well, if you share it, maybe we'll make four people happy. It's pretty cool. So I love how that works. That's how it works for me. So those are three things um, that I've done um, that I talk about and write about my practices. Uh, some of them are really hard. Um, you know, overcoming burnout is really a big one for me. I took two years off of writing because I was burnt out and it was really hard. You know, we have to take that time uh, for ourselves. So, but yeah, it looks different for me. Then it looks different for then it looks for you, Jason. And I think that's perfectly fine. I, I think we can embrace that. Well, I think it's fun, you know, too, because like you said, I mean, you do share some of these gratitude things on Facebook. Like I said, I'm not out there a lot, but you know, every so often I'll see one of your posts like that, right? And uh, you know, especially like when you were over in Tampa, you'd take a lot of a lot of pictures of the sun and other things like that too right and it's like i mean i i have a big connection with the sun i i sit as the sun is rising and i sit as the sun is setting with the sun each day for a little while right and the way my my makeup of my house is i can watch the sunrise and the sunset and and so you know when things like that would pop up you know again it's like that i would see it i would feel grateful you know, a lot of times the things you were grateful for were things I was grateful for as well. But that same thing, I see your name. I see your little picture, you know, next to your name on Facebook. And, and I try to do what you said, which I think is, is one of the, it's a simple practice that has so much more energetic help to this earth than people realize but I try to send you again that kind of love and a little bit of light of Phil, thanks for sharing that, man. I hope you're doing well. I'm thinking about you, right? Just that three seconds, five seconds, actually, you know, you, Phil may not physically feel it, but he's still feeling it, right? And, and I think that's, because um, I've even done that with people. I, you know, sometimes the universe is weird how it works. Like I got, I get calls from telemarketers and other people all the time anyway, right? But I got a text this one time from this lady. And again, it was like, you know, starting off like, oh, you know, it, it was good to see you last Saturday. I can't wait until blah, 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 right? So she had the wrong number, right? She, she'd maybe written down the number wrong of somebody that she met or whatever, I don't know, right? And so I'm like, sorry no donna here whatever the name was right and and the person was like mortified like oh my gosh i'm so sorry and i'm like no it's no big deal you know blah, 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 blah. and we ended up kind of texting back and forth for i don't know half the day right 
and and you know she made me feel happy i guess i made her feel happy she's like oh you know i would love to to meet you and take you out for dinner thank you for you know being so kind to me and i'm like oh that's great and again i mean stranger danger no a <laughs> little bit but not really right but it was more she, she's like well what can i do for you and that's what i told her i said just just think a nice thought about me if you feel grateful or do something nice for someone else and that would mean the world to me right and that's that's all i need i mean imagine again if just a few of us were doing that every single day yeah earth changing so, thank you for bringing that up too because that's another one of those things that i I haven't talked about too much, probably publicly that I probably should more, but uh, it's something that I am, you know, practicing doing as well. So it's, it's good. It's synchronistic that we're both doing it too, man. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, where do we want to go next? It's like, I mean, this is, yeah, well, I, I guess I, I want to encourage folks here again to try something new. I think that's probably the best place to kind of go here is just try something new, try something unusual, try something that you wouldn't normally try and see how it works out for you. It might turn out to be your favorite thing and it might totally suck and that's okay, but try it, right? Try something new. I can tell you um, wherever I go, I try to be a local wherever I am. What do I mean? Well, a lot of people go to chain restaurants because they're neutral, right? They're three out of five, they're average, but I love to go to local places. Now, sometimes they're not great, not gonna lie. I've had yeah. some clunkers and sometimes they're a home run. They're amazing. I can tell you that typically the people that own the place, they're around if it's local. They're around the, the, the restaurant. They're around you know, the coffee shop. I love local coffee. I buy local coffee. When I'm on the road, Jason, I go, and I always get a pound of coffee from somewhere local. Sometimes I have to wait till I get to the airport. Like Portland, I don't know if you've been to PDX, but Portland actually has some of the, has Stumptown, a big, and they have mm. great, great beans that you can buy. So I always try to get a pound at PDX whenever I go through uh, Portland, right? So that makes me super happy. Wonderful airport. Um, but otherwise, you know, I'll take an Uber out in town. If I don't have a car, I'll take an Uber out in town just to find coffee. I'll ask the Uber driver. So, you know, where's the cool place to hang out for coffee? Where do people go? And a lot of times it wouldn't be a place that I would have picked. Now, that being said, I always have a backup plan. I always look on Yelp and Google Maps to try to find um, a local place. But I always try to try something new. Um, you know, at least one thing on my trip. Not everything, because it's nice to have some comfort and some, some uh, you know, some familiar, uh, but something new. And that, that's something that I'd encourage folks to do. Uh, just take the time, try something new, anything new. Heck, you know, brush your teeth with the other hand, build some new neural pathways and mm -hmm. see, you know, see what happens. Just see what happens. I mean, maybe it does nothing for you. Maybe it does something for you. It does something for me, I can tell you. It always makes me think differently. It always gives me an opportunity to see things in a new light. So uh, just try something new, friends, and uh, maybe you'll find your happiness there. Well, because I think it's 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 interesting that you bring that up because I think it, you know, for that point and also kind of another point that you kind of reminded me of is 
you know, for the most part, a lot of people, we live Groundhog's Day. Wake up, brush your teeth, get your coffee, go to work, come home, you know, go to bed, you know, or have dinner, watch TV, go to bed, get up, you know, the next morning. And, and, it, and it kind of becomes monotonous, right? And a lot of times, you know, the routines are nice, they feel safe, but they become monotonous and sometimes they lead to boredom as well, which, you know, again, boredom is a, is a, it's not necessarily a bad emotion, but it's definitely not happiness or well-being necessarily either. And so I love that idea of just trying to shake it up a little bit. You know, even if you, if you go to the same restaurant all the time, well, what if you ordered something different off the menu? Hey, it might suck, but at least, you know, you'd never order it again, right? Um, and so, you know, I think, like you said, changing it up a little bit, adding a little spice to it is, is, is probably a good way to help get us out of that boredom. Um, but also, I think, too, the excitement and anticipation that you can create about something that you're looking forward to, right? Like, I mean, you just explained that, that story about, about coffee, right? Well, I'm sure every time you go to a new place, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to find the local coffee shop and I'm going to bring me back, you know, a pound of beans so I can enjoy that here in Florida and think about wherever you happen to be, right? And support the local business, probably chat up. I mean, the baristas and the other people that are there, sometimes they're the owners, right? And chatting them up, the conversations you have with a lot of those people are great too. I love kind of dive bars for that reason too. Like the bartenders mm -hmm. are so much more interesting in those places <laughs> than in Applebee's, right? Sort of a thing. Um, but yeah, that's another great, great reminder to actually have. So, hmm. <laughs> Good stuff, Phil. Good stuff. Well, and of course, we get talking. So I had this whole idea, too. So those of you that have hung on long enough, and especially those of you that are watching the video of this on YouTube, right? Phil, Phil got me onto the colorful glasses, right, when I had to start wearing uh, readers. And, but, but again, I get into my routines a lot. So I tend to wear these blue glasses because they go with everything. But today, in honor of Phil, right? I had to pull out some of my other glasses as well. So now I got the orange ones on for a little while. There you go. <laughs> right? Awesome. Love them. I'm, I'm mixing it up, man. I'm mixing it up. <laughs> Excuse me. And they're not quite the same color, but they're closer to being like Phil or my light gray ones. You've got more there you go. like a whitish ones on. So anyway, I thought that Love would them. be kind of. That's and it actually fun. goes along with kind of the last the last uh, point that you were making as well. So, but Phil, thank you for coming on. It's um, sure. like I said when I started seeing the happy AF stuff, um, I was I was intrigued. I started kind of reading some of them, and then I can't remember if you or I reached out first, but you know we had a great conversation just as friends a little while ago, and. Yep decided hey let's come back on the podcast because it's um i really appreciate what you're doing and you know again a lot of people don't realize i know the intention in your heart 
and what you're really trying to do. A lot of people might not see it, but I see you, my friend. I see what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Uh, and I appreciate you for, for being who you are and coming on here today and, and sharing this with everybody. So, yeah, my pleasure, brother. So yeah, folks want to get happier, right? Go to the letter B and then happyaf.com and they can check it out. It'll forward right to my, uh, to my sub stack. You can sign up for the newsletter, read all the past issues. I think I'm, I don't know, 56, 60 articles. So by the time this gets published, who knows, but yeah, check it out. Yeah, and we'll leave a we'll leave a link for that in the show notes. So again, you can get that. But you said it's B, just the letter B as in yep. boy, and then happyaf.com. And that'll, That's that'll right. forward you onto the right place. So yeah, because it's uh, you know, again, if you see, if you don't already follow, you know, Phil on Facebook and you're on Facebook, follow him. Cause again, you don't have to read everything that he puts out there, but um, I know that things like Phil's posts come into my life when I need to hear him, right? And and it always makes me happy when I see him as well. And like I said, two times a week, you can actually have something pop into your email too. Some of us are old school like me and I still love email. I know the young kids are like, yeah. I don't understand this. Why would you learn email? Uh, anyway, I still love email. So there we go. I get Phil's. I get Phil's. There you go. Tweet, so. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. And, you know, you stay safe and, and uh We'll we'll see you again probably on another podcast, but as friends as well too, we'll be connected. Absolutely. So, all right, thanks. Man. Good times, Jason. Thanks, man. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. The fact that you listened to this entire episode means you got value, and others will too. Do me a favor and leave a five star review with comments, and then share with others. You can also check out all of my videos on my YouTube channel and my website, jasonmefford.com. This podcast is primarily for education and commentary and does not represent professional advice. Views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.